Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The Premier View Tipperary GAA podcast has just got its very first sponsor. The podcast is now proudly sponsored by MerchMonster.ie. On MerchMonster.ie, you can buy personalized hoodies, t-shirts, polo shirts, personalized snood face coverings, and a whole lot more. They've even got a product personalizer over on their website. Go over there and check it out now. They deal in one-off orders and also in bulk orders, class hoodies, team and work polo shirts, and everything else in between. Go over there and check them out now. It's MerchMonster.ie. Now let's get back to this week's show. Hello and welcome to episode 55 of the Premier Review podcast. On this week's show, we preview the divisional finals in the North, West and Mid Divisions. Mike chats to North PRO Michael Quinn about the upcoming North and Intermediate Hurling Finals, while Sean chats to Mid PRO Morgan Lanigan ahead of the Mid Finals. We also have an excellent set of interviews from Stevie O'Donnell, who chats to players from the teams who will contest the West Senior Hurling, Senior Football and Intermediate Finals. We will not, however, be chatting about the upcoming All-Ireland Hurling Final, as Sean and Mike were too busy swamping points this week, and to be honest, we really don't care who wins. First up, Sean and Morgan Lanigan. I'm joined here with Morgan Lanigan now to see him, uh, Mid-Tipperary PRO. How are you doing, Morgan? How's it going, Sean? You well? Good now. Um, big weekend ahead now. Brand divisional finals weekend coming up. So in the mid, we've locked more. I play my own Taurus Arsenal on Sunday there at half 12 in Holy Cross. Um, were you at the two semi-finals there at the weekend, Morgan? I did, yeah. We, we managed to find the time to tweet this weekend. 
No, that was way last weekend, so I did get a whole lot in. But to see the two games and to see the standard and the uh, the heat of the competition was uh, was a joy to behold. And I think the the calendar, while it is very compact, having the the divisional championships at a, such a key time of the year has definitely benefited. By the, the mid division, anyway, I can definitely vouch for. I'm sure it probably replicates across the county in the other three divisions that clubs aren't just looking at these as a, a fixture. It's it's vital to their preparation and to, for the club building towards what will be a very fast-paced county championship. And I know the, the two semi-finals were closely contested for uh, for the majority of, of the, the 60 minutes of play in, in, in both sides. Hmm. Well, and, um, I feel like there was... Like the scoreline, the end in all the games didn't do injustice, but like draw competitive games so far in the mid, and even seeing the passion of players and support on both sides kind of goes to show that love is still there for for sure. Like, yeah, look, uh, whatever way they, they end up doing it, and there's just was a big uproar, and rightly so, from clubs to retain the divisional link. And we'll put it to this if there wasn't a divisional link, I don't actually regard this, I'd say. If there wasn't a division link this year in it, to just the timing of it, that clubs were putting their best foot forward. They weren't thrown out. You know, we've a county championship match next week, and we're we're through here, or we're through yeah. here, or whatever. You know, these different scenarios that we'll say go back to the 2018 final of the mid title show. That was played at the latter end of the year, and you had saying, "Oh, this is an intermediate team," or whatever. You know. And uh, while there was uh, excellent fair given up in 2018 when the two teams met going to a replay and just a puck of a ball between them, I think next Sunday's match is going to uh, offer a lot more in terms of where both clubs want to be uh, moving forward. And there'll be every, the top 15 will be out on that field on Sunday, barring um, extreme cases, which could possibly uh, affect a lot more, I know in particular. Exactly, yeah, and like they're two teams that know each other from over the years as well, that's for sure. And Thurdis Arceus kind of pulled away in the end against Upper Church. They were Upper Church gave them plenty of until late goals from Dennis Maher. Um to know so like Upper Church gave it all only about the last five or ten minutes. And similar in the McCarthy game, Lockmore had to dig deep like Lockmore always do and pulled away as well. Yeah, the, the Upper Church uh drum band game, I was uh, right down the stand side, just under the uncovered. And the ball came down the wing right from the throw-in, was was hit across. Along the ground came the ball, and there's no point in the name of the player. But he went to pull on it and mishit it. And, you know, the differences in, in, in such a, a moment, um, in that ball not going to the back of the net, which every upper church fan would have been uh, praying for, like moments later, the ball, Dennis uh, bulldozes through with his strength and his, absolute, his pure want for goals. And batters the ball into the back of the net. You know, uh, there's a six-point swing, and mm. it took uh, Overchurch Trumban a good while to come back into it. But did it? Uh, subs came on, Keith Ryan, and the likes of that. I uh, know Luke Shannon had a pint as well, a young fella, and that helped them to come back within two with minutes to play. But by God, I, I did not. Uh, and there was no medals for it, but I had flagged the final quarter. Uh, showing the Sarsfield seem to have perfected, kind of well, perfected is the, is the right word. It could be just a bit of coincidence as well. 
they, they blew Holy Cross away. And my God, the last few minutes, you had Dennis get a goal. Dara Stakelem hit the crossbar. Paddy Creedon profited. And Dara, as, as would happen when you're on the front foot, he had his shot. The ball came back off the overturge man straight into the paw. And he, he wasn't missing the second time round. Uh, to cap a great performance for Darius Stakelin, but blew Oberchurch out of the water. And you know, it's it's um, getting goals will be will be vital here uh, for, for 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 either team. You know, uh, that was that match. Then uh, we got the spuds and headed yeah. over to Templemore. Um, uh, there were a quick spud anyway. They reheated, but <laughs> uh, it it started out. McCarthy Burris played with the wind down into the town end and had a good first 20, 20 or so minutes. They had a three or four point lead. McCarthy, or hold up more, Castellini settled in and taken freeze. And, you know, against the wind, it was a strong enough wind. Uh, they were very reliant on uh, John McGrath and even John Marden as well. Hurled a lot of ball and he had that power and physical ability to hit that full forward line even from deep in his own half, which, you know, was a big asset. So when they went in to the second half, you were kind of saying, uh, this is well within Lockmore's grasp mm. if they can you know, keep the pressure on. But I'd have to say that two things of note, well, three, uh, three things for McCarthy Burris. There was a score that they got, Tom Ryan in full back caught it. He lost his hurl came out, passed the ball on. There was a three-man, three or four-man move. And the ball ended up over the bar at the far end. I think it was Kiwi Morris that ended up getting the point. And it was a brilliant score, a real team score. Uh, and something that I thought that was, you know, it showed they held their nerve and to, to get that. And that kept them going. The next thing at the point is to... Is to the distribution and uh, all around play of Reece Shelley in the goals, like his he, his ability with the ball on the run in move in motion and in open play, he, like when he's about to hit the ball, you're going, oh my god, don't you know where you see where he's going? That's that's not on. Yeah. No, it is a, a training kind of pass that you mm. try and go for. He put him right in there in the catching. The man didn't have to reach, didn't have to use his hurl into mm. the hand. And a couple of scores, like he's launching attacks like a, uh, like a quarterback. And he made two great saves as well that kept um, Lockmore at, at bay. And so as the, as the game went on, uh, Kiwi Morris, Kieran Morris, there, the captain, he caught, he caught five balls in the air, with four anyway, of note, and straight from the puck outs, like coming down to the 45. And they were ex- exceptional. I, I mean, I've noted in, in my notes there that will be going around in the, the Facebooks and whatnot. And, and like, oh, it was, it, was, it was definitely of the weekend. He was the, the best man feeling the ball uh, across the four teams. And it definitely gave his team a, a launch pad mm. to stay in it. The Lockmore then, though, like John McGrath, the scores that he took, they were two. They were a pint down with about five minutes to go, and John McGrath just hit three pints. Fan turned swivel on the sideline, twenty-one. Others just calm, relaxed, like a lad, you know, up at a, a pear tree, just you yeah. know, just that, keeping it nice and loose and uh, quite elusive. But maybe a pint towards 
the next day too far out from goals to cause a goal threat. But he was needed there with the absence of Noel McGrath. Yeah. Um, but he's, he scores. John Mayer got a, a bomb of an effort, as, as did Brian. And there was the difference that put uh, Lockmore ahead. He only went ahead with it a few minutes to go and, and held out in that uh, semi-final. A true test uh, off to cap to, off to, cap to McCarthy Burris, another step forward. But uh, Lockmore will, will, yes, look, to, they'll be glad they got over the line. But you'd wonder with their performance and near a goal got, you know, who will be looking forward to it going to the next day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and like I said, there McCarkey got over Drum and ran Lockmore very close, and that's great prep for him going into the championship. Like you know for sure. Um, did you feed the Lockmore had to dig deep in the end? And like I've fallen on Twitter now, and there's no score for a good while. McCarker won up, and as you said there, they rattled over the lay points like Lockmore do. Um, do you feel that if Sarsis kind of get ahead, would they get that kind of chance? Or how would you feel it? I I think myself as uh, I was looking back uh, as I do just to try and. Looking back over the previous results and in the last 20 years, they've met each other seven times. Mm. And over the course of that, Lockmore have actually gotten more goals, 16 of them in the seven games, while Sarsfields have gotten 14. But we'll have to go back to 2012 to Templemore again. And uh, as you just you reminded me that Pa Burke, I asked you who got him, and I realised then that I was there at the yeah. devastation. Is, I think there was four or five goals was hit in the first seven or eight minutes, maybe a little bit more to absolutely wipe that game. Sarah's ended up with seven goals. Um, and, you know, so the history of it would point to Sarsfield's usually getting more outpointing uh, Lockmore yeah. and Lockmore getting the goals. It's hard to see. If you look at it now, with Dennis Maher, the way he's playing, the way the team is figuring, that you would see Sarsfield's getting the more goals. And while you can plan probably to negate Dennis Mayer, you can't do it for 60 minutes. But he, have Lockmore got that at the other side? Because we suppose we'll go to, is Noel McGrath going to be available? Yeah, correct. You know? Yeah, that would free John in more, you know, because like John Lewis said there, try, trying to be out around half hour line midfield, setting up attacks that Noel may be doing his end. Um, is there any word on Noah? Will he be available or is this until the day we won't know? Is that kind of the way it is? We, we, don't, we don't know. We don't know. And look, we're not going to speculate one way or the other because yeah. I suppose you could be, you could be uh, what you call it, accused of giving motivation or <laughs> to one yeah, or the other. Exactly, but yeah. At the end of the day, we, we just don't know. You know, mm. it, But it is. It definitely has to be something that is, is discussed because it doesn't allow John to to drop that deep, you know, or sorry, it doesn't allow John to be used as the forward. Now, I know he does be in and out, but who's, that's not to say that Lockmore having players to deliver that ball in. As we mentioned, John Mayer has that ability. Brian McGrath, you know, I know Kieran Connolly is getting, he'll be glad of that extra game there last Sunday and the extra week to get a bit more, get a bit match sharper and a bit more fitter. Yeah. Um, but I go back to, uh, back to 2012 again and I just uh, just before we came on to the call here I just had a look at the programme like you had nine Lockmore lads in the start from 15 that played in 2012 um, on that day and you had five Sarsfields and you know Sarsfields even have younger lads again coming in Dara Stakelum Owen Purcell yeah. uh, Paddy Creedon 
Shawnee Butler. Shawnee Butler was very impressive last last Sunday when the game kind of was getting close and you know forwards kind of kind of gone quite. Shawnee popped up in in various positions in the field. You know he wasn't. Yeah. He was playing. I think was he playing left wing forward? Left wing, yeah. Yeah, he was named a ten, but he's playing left wing. But he's pints. He scored one over in the right kind of corner in the twenty-one. That was hard fought, and he found space. You mm. know, he took one free, but he's definitely added something to him. And fair play to Shawnee, like he's been with the second team for a long time there, and uh, his hard work is paying off. And yet, his his pints from play were were vital for the Saris. So he'll be a, a new face to contend with for. A lot more lads because they mightn't have come across him um, a whole lot up along. But Dara Stakelum, uh, yeah, sure. What, what can be said? He, he's 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 young. He's a young head, but he's got a cool. He's got a cool head. Young, cool head, like you know. Exactly. Never... Yeah. And as I said, they're like like more of nine at teams still there. Stars have a lot of you kind of drafting this year now and are giving them a go and you know hopefully come good. But the thing with a lot more is that experience they have is always key. You know that's vital for him over the years. That's one thing I've known. Yeah. Like the final days, uh, final days are about just keeping that cool. Like, can you perform within the 90, 85% of your ability on a final day? And you very rarely you'll be beaten. Like the odd cracker where both teams are really at it. It is about holding the nerve and taking the scores when they come, not biting to the pressure or responding to the niggling, you know, keeping yeah. away silly freeze or slight advantage to your to your opponent, your man on man winning your battle. Um yeah, it'll be it'll be an exciting game as again is because it's another step uh, that teams will want. You know, who wouldn't want to already be qualified for the latter stages of Dan Breen? Oh yeah, you know, dead right. Yeah, it's a kind of a backdoor. Something does fail or doesn't go right in the group. You know, it is something to fall back on for sure. And it's a title at the end of the day as well there as well for a cup and bringing home a cup is not to be thrown at either, that's for sure. Like. Mid-title, you know, they're, they're uh, Sars, it's this bunch of players. Every year is a new year. And to be fair, a good few of them will have been there in 2018, you know, and they'll want to, that's there's nothing like it in the back of the mind to drive you on, to get to overcome an opponent. That's what you need is that edge to get you and to get you going when, when you're feeling like there's nothing left in the legs or to make that extra effort in that sprint to get that block down. That's what you want to drive you on, that determination. Uh, yeah, look, hopefully Lockmore can be at their full complement. And I know Sarsfields, I, I haven't seen, didn't see anybody come off injured. I don't know, is there, is this, um, you know, would their lineup be very similar on final day? I'd be surprised if it wasn't. Uh, you know, maybe Paddy Creedon might come in. I don't know, I know, I know that, Two corner forwards played on personally played well as well. He got his couple of scores. Uh, or do you have any other insight into that, Sean? Being... Probably, I'd say it'd be a similar team there, maybe as you say, Paddy Queen could be there, but there's no one that's kind of wasn't available that will be available, kind of way. You know, anyone that's injured is still carrying a few knocks on it. Um, so yeah, I think uh, just because uh, I can't, but I can't not say it like Sarsfield 11 scores that they had to had, um, in, in the field to play, you know, from. From all, and all scored from play. Uh, he managed to tack on his point from play as well as his freeze. Um, and we've said all this without mentioning Parry, Roland, Mayer, you know. Uh, the scores that the boys got one 
the ball just launched down, Ron in one hand touched it down, Monty's hurl, hand pass, switched hands, hand passed out, Parig over the bear. You know, yeah. it's just... You know, they were different levels, and it's aren't they? And you see them on the field, how easy it is when you're up close and in front of me. You know, it's, you know the county lads and both teams, same with John McGrath there from that four, you know he has that bit of class as well, for sure. Yeah, and all the, all the kind of, like, it was just something that was across my mind when uh, I, I noticed Luke Shannon going in, and I was thinking, this is, this is a great one to get under the belt anyway. Like I said, it's probably 2019, Luke would have been in the terraces shouting and going, yeah. look at this. <laughs> He's yeah. a, this is a leader. And now all of a sudden, oh my God, this had his, his breeding down the back of my neck. Yeah. And, you know, that has, the, no matter how hard you train or whatever, um, for young players, a great experience, no doubt. And um, it's it's uh, one he can kindly put away now and get on to it the next day and maybe give him a bit more of a run around and uh, great ability in Luke Shannon and Upper Church. Uh, yeah, there's, look, there's a lot of mid-teams playing each other in the county championships on first maybe well we want a fair to travel but yeah mm. look Upper Church will definitely be uh, picking away and looking to move forward but look building to a, a great uh, mid-final on Sunday are tickets on sale for Morgan yet or are they going up at the moment uh, tickets are, are, are tickets are on sale very good they'll, they'll be like I know both both semi-finals were, were well attended yeah um, we would be counting I'd say you know it was, the full quarter was met and There'll be a big dive for tickets now. I'd say they won't have too many problems getting help out in the Holy Cross for that match. There'll be loads of high-vis jackets around for sure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. So, that's this, so that's this Sunday, the senior final, the half-12 in Holy Cross. We also have the intermediate final this week as well. Um, On Saturday, half-six, we have mine against Borland there. Um, mine are always at that level of intermediate. They're always one of the main lads in the county. How do you feel this ago, Mark? Yeah, look, sure. Mine Temple Tui have been banging away and so so close. You know, they've, yeah. if there's anybody that has more experience getting to the latter stages or as much experience as Mind Temple Tui getting to the latter stages, they should be happy enough, you know, because that's where you want to be. Now, getting over the line, as we say about the finals, is it's, it's performing, handling the occasion. Yeah. Mid-final, they're mid-champions from the 2019 it is a replay with Borland Duala of the county semi-final last year. Um, and I know mine, Temple Tui, will will want to lay down the marker. It is their first out in the championship. It's probably the only, yeah. the only caveat there. Um, and look, Borland, Borland overcame Drum. Not probably Drum at their strongest, but they had to do the job. Yeah. They too were missing players. Um, um, I know, and I know there's, you know, mind table two, we aren't at their full complement either, but it's it's a hard one to call in terms of, you know, it's easy to discuss the senior final when you've seen teams have two games under their belt and you've yeah. seen them up and uh, it's a hard one to call now in the intermediate. Borland Duella have a very young uh, core to their team and it's something that I know from speaking to them that has raised the standards that they have young lads that are after coming through that have, have won county titles and they aren't carrying any baggage in terms of relegation. You know, yeah, there was a yeah. total rele- you know, that's, that's, uh, that's not easy. You can't just park that away. That comes into your head when you're in 10 minutes into games, you know, that kind of, well, can we, oh, here we go again. But these young lads that are coming through, despite the team, 
they don't have that. Um, and they'll certainly, I'd say, they won't be overly worried about the semi-final last year. They'll, in fact, use it as a motivation, you know, whereas if it was, if they were being part of two relegations and they were facing mine, well, maybe then it would have a big influence. Um, but the, the Borland Duella lads will be will be G enough for this. It's a final. You know, they, they'll probably they'll be, they'll be beating the underdog drum and saying to the guys, oh, don't worry. Well, we, to, we go out and perform. It's up to them to, to go out and win it. And, you know, that's that's what we be the right thing to do. Exactly, yeah. And like Borland have, they kind of, as you said, relegation over the years, but they fought back with younger lads are going out without fear. And even the run they had previous years, this kind of grade, they're showing that they're entitled to be there. And But for them, they want to go back up senior. Uh, like with mine as well, so it's going to be a tightly contested game on the mine side. Like, like the Connor Bow there, like he's he's our main man to go to for them, isn't he? For sure, yeah. Uh, the two boys there, um, Connor Bow and Dorado Connor, like the uh, any any club would be oh, yeah. fortunate to have one of them, but to have the two of them come through at the same same age. Like and the two boys have been pushing each other, you know, raising the standards uh, yeah. within the club. And I know because uh, we would have been um, a combo with the lads uh, at an age level. And so I've seen firsthand uh, what way the boys go about and how they operate. And you know, it's it's not from the the want or the love of the game. And they want they want nothing more than to bring their 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 parishes back to back to the top table. And it'll only, it's only a small thing. Like they have the, the teams they've been competing with uh, over the last few years, they've all gone on. Somebody's gone on to do it. And look, it's probably one of the most entertaining uh, grades uh, in, in, in the even, we'll say, well, entertaining. Yeah, even, entertaining, even grades. Yeah, because every year you could, you could never, every year it's on, you could never call it last four or five. There's always a team that comes in and, like, you know, and anyone that gets up there deserves it. You know, it's a hard grade to win in Tipperary. Yeah, like, like I suppose Sarsfields, they they knocked on the door. Kildangan kind of came out of nowhere. Mm. Uh, I went through, and well, t- to me, to me that must be kind of uh, galling to to teams that are there, or you know, more sorry, motivating to them to go all here. Look, these like Kildangan coming through and and going on, um, to to take to finally make that step up. Yeah. To senior ranks, because look, it's not easy. It is, I don't, I don't want to say it is. It is harder to to get out of the senior ranks, but it certainly is very hard to get up there. Yeah, you know, it's it is, uh, it's a tough, a tough ask. But both teams, I if they if they can get this win, whichever team gets this win, you know, it's a short time frame. Momentum mm. and a, a winning mentality could take you all the way because that's what it, that's what it'll be about. This. The short time frame, we'll look at the bigger picture of the county championship and we'll say using the mid-final as that that, that stepping stone or that bit of glue yeah. you know, to, to help you bring you together and drive you on. And also, yeah, another process, exciting prospect there in Linton on, on Saturday evening at half six. Very good. And as tickets are on sale, as well, the same thing, ticket event as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah, look, it's, it's something that will more than likely stay on. You know, yeah. I know the, the mid-board of went out and bought scanners and, and the likes of this and sure looked is is the way to the way things are going you know um 
um, to it'll probably stay on. So tickets, I'd say, is it, they haven't changed. So it's 100, 200, is it? 200, yeah. So, you know, it is, like I say, now even, I mean, finally, say, if it's on sale at the moment, it won't be far from selling out in the next couple of hours or days even because the weekend games on the boys went to get a ticket before the Stars match tonight before and it was sold out as I know. So you don't want to leave it too late. That's for sure. Yeah, and and, and I, I think then as well is other divisions are on at the same time. So mm. look, you're you're only going to go to your division. Yeah. Uh, it's not like you'll be here. Shall we 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 can catch that match somewhere? Else. No, the 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 tickets will be um will will go quickly. So it is a good advice. Uh, if, if if this is sent out in time, maybe should maybe be yeah, should be out now as soon as possible. Uh, yeah, and so um yeah, best look to both clubs and and backroom teams. I know other backroom teams are, are, are new in, in both, te- in both uh, the senior teams. And um, I think, yeah, Liam England is in with Mind Temple Tui. I know one of your own lads is abroad helping out with the Borland Dweller lads. Oh, he is. <laughs> John, John Connors, yeah. If, if he finds time away from his other very busy man, the only way to get something done is ask a busy man to do it. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay, best to, best to look to all four clubs. And hopefully we have uh, teams that go on and the, like, cont- contest at our stages of the county championship and use the mid-final as, as a, a stepping stone towards that. Perfect. Thanks, Philemore. Great weekend in store anyway, for the mid-division. And hopefully talk again soon and we'll look back at the mid-finals then next week. Thanks, Sean. Fair play to you on Premier View. Okay, Michael Quinn, North Bureau, joins us to have a look forward to the North Senior Hurling final going ahead this weekend. How are you doing, Mike? Good now, Michael. Yourself? Not too bad, no, not too bad. So, uh, last weekend, you had two semi-finals. Kildan Killeran came out on top. Um, were, you, were you able to see them? Yeah, yeah, that boat from there. Um, yeah, um, Kildan and Nina played in Dalla. Um both games were on last Sunday, actually, the Sunday the 15th, and Kalangan and Enid played in Dalla. Uh, it was a great game of hurling. Um, it was tit for that throughout. Um, both teams were up for it now, really. You could say, as they usually are when they always meet, there's a good, um, uh, they being the best of each other, really. And um, Kalangan won on a 318 to 120 scoreline. Um, I suppose Nina started the best team. I think he went three points up at first couple of minutes so Killang came back into it goals from Sean Hayes and Joe Gallagher um, Killang really had goals in her mind at the start of the game to kind of trying to play try to find the back of the net really early on um, but then Nina in fairness to him responded well um, in the second quarter the second half and he went into the break up by a point um, and then Nina continued that into the second half to were probably the better team for the third quarter as well in the second half but um, again Killang responded it was kind of probably a game where, as I say, it was tit for tat. Nina could go up two or three points and then Kalangan would peg him back, which happened in the second half. And then Kalangan and Danamara got a goal um, with about a couple of three or four minutes to go, um, which was probably the winner of the game. And then Billy Seymour um, scored a, a free late on to uh, kind of book the win for Kalangan with four points. Like So they go into the final this uh, coming Sunday. They'll take on Killer One. Um, Killer One played Nina later that evening in Nina. And uh, Kilwan were very impressive. Now, firstly, were down JD Devaney and Ray McCormack, but um, firstly, have seemed to be down a number of players throughout the North campaign from each game to another. But Kilwan were very impressive, and I think um, I think it was Liam Hogan said in his preview uh, during the week and another station that um, 
they, they hit 14 or 15 wides Kilowatt could have had so I watching the game Kilowatt more wasteful but um, they definitely room to they did need and they were still won by 7 points like, or that much in top like so they'll be happy with the performance um, especially going ahead into the final on Sunday now so they won by 7 for finish like which is a no mean feat beating Bursley by that amount like yeah, absolutely. Um, just at the, the Kildangan game, uh, Kildangan had their three county players back who were missing against um, Tumivara. How how did the county players go as a whole? Darius yeah, they, and the goals and James and the, and the, the two Flins. Yeah, they settled in well. In fairness, like they were needed for Kildangan on the day. Now, um, do you know, um, if, uh, James Quilly did well now, and Jake Morris uh, in the second half of the game, particularly, and Alan Flynn was his usual self and an awful lot of ball and. Paul was a threat up front, like so. Um, no, they did well now, and it's good to have him back from for 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 Kilian's point of view going into the North Finals. To say they'll need them all when, if they want to win the title on Sunday. Yeah, and Kilaran then. Um, Nyla Mara was was hurling, I presume, for Kilaran and uh, Jerry Cahill. Yeah, Niall now was outstanding for Kilaran. Um, mm-hmm. I think he got three or four points from the half back line. He was. Especially in the second half, he absolutely mopped up puck outs, Bursley's puck outs. He was outstanding now. Um, he was very good. Like um, Jerry Din was his usual self. Jerry was actually, he was Jerry, particularly, I seen him against Pelinair earlier in, in the um, quarterfinals, and he was excellent at full forward. And he was kind of a bit further out of the field this time because Seamus Hennessy, Hennessy was in full forward for Kilowan. And um, Jerry was kind of. Even around the half forward line there, and he was in an awful lot of ball also. But I suppose this is a note to Seamus Innes. He's a danger in full forward for Killer One. We all know the talent he has. And mm-hmm. if the ball gets an him around the square, and he did get a goal for Killer One in the first half, um, he caused uh, trouble there in the Bursley uh, full back line anytime the ball went in high in him. So yeah, he's a, an option there as well. Another former Tipperary hurler as well. Like, yeah, so. absolutely. So looking ahead then to this weekend, um, Killer One versus Killer Dang, and what, what day does the game go ahead? Yeah, it's going ahead Sunday, uh, Sunday the 22nd in McDonough Park in Nina with a 6.15 throw-in and Jorfus Patrick from Osprey will be the man in the middle referee. Yeah, and have the, the sides met uh, lately in, in North Championship? Yeah, it's, yeah, well, they're very familiar. It's a peculiar stat now that I've just seen there earlier on that in the last, four, in the last 14 years, since 2007, um, the clubs have played 11 times, 11 of them years so there's only three years they haven't played each other so they're very they're not only neighbours but familiar with each other being neighbours but they're very familiar being on the field so it is um, they'll be playing each other year in year out but looks for now and um, I suppose the most recent um, I suppose back, going back even go back to 2016 they met in our final which was the 100 year anniversary of the 1916 rising so uh, Clock Jordan obviously through the connections with Tomas McDonough um, Clock Jordan hosted the um the final that year and Killang and Betham on their home ground um, in 2016 by four points. But then two years later, Kilowan gained revenge and they defeated Killang in our final in 2018 uh, in Nina. They won comfortable that day in 19 points to 12. So Kilowan were very impressive that day. So it is uh, even on the, on the final front over the last couple of years. Like so. Yeah, and no doubt both teams will be going hell for leather to, to win the North title, a uh, very prestigious title in, in Tipperary. Um, just before we leave, Michael, uh, Savvy Kitchen sponsored the Intermediate Hurling, uh, Boris Sakane and Moneygall meeting that final. Um, they looked like two decent semi finals there last weekend. Yeah, I, I made it to um, Boris Sakane against uh, Ballin Hinch. Um, so, Ballin Hinch were somewhat similar to Killer Wander. 
compared to the other day with wides, but it was more to the detriment. They lost out, they hit an awful lot of wides, especially in the second half. And uh, I suppose Burst came more clinical in front of goals. And um, I think it likes of Liam Cleary, Conor Ryan, and Philip Boston is still a threat up front. He still has that pace for Bursa Keynes. So he's still very much a threat in the full forward line for Bursa Keynes. So they'll be fancy to their chances to see Moneygall defeat Shannon Overs um, there in the, that same evening in the other semi finals. So, like I say, but all our sides will be going for to get fair in the county. But I suppose, especially you could say the both finalists, um, Bursa Keynes and Moneygall. Like, so this is a good springboard into the um, North Championship. But that, that game now is, or into the county championship, but that, that game has been rescheduled. That, will, that won't take place until Saturday, the 4th of September in Clock Jardins. So both teams will have a round of uh, county championship played the week before. So they don't really know where they're at going into that, where they're at going into that county final. Or very into good. that North final, sorry. Apologies. Yeah, very good. Uh, Mike Quinn, North Bureau, thanks for joining us on the Premier View. Thanks, Mike. It's a hell of a long time since Cashel King Cormick's and Planolty Rossmore met in the West Senior Hurling Championship final. And both teams will come head-to-head in Golden on this coming Saturday evening at 6pm. In a moment, we will hear from Cashel King Cormick's Ross Bonner, but we will first hear from Thomas Butler from Planolty Rossmore. Yeah, I suppose it's a novel here between ourselves and Cashel. We haven't met in the West Final, I'd say, since probably the late 90s. Yeah, it'll be something different anyway, definitely. Ross Bonner is also looking forward to it. You will be the underdogs, I suppose, when oh, yeah. you into it. Can only have one as far back as I can remember. Anyway, I'm only 22, so seeing them win a lot of West Finals, you know, and fairness them, they're a great team, so we'll be just looking forward to it. I think it's our first West Finals since 2005, so a lot of lads are excited. We've a young enough team, and we're all looking forward to it. So. And let's be fair, you haven't won one since 1995. That's yeah. so long, isn't it? Well, look, it's a long time, you know. Um, a lot of the panel have never seen Cashel in one, never mind win one, so um, we're just really looking forward to it and we'll just do our best. Thomas, come back to your semi-final victory against John Traces. They give you one quite good game of it there. Yeah, they did, and there wasn't a whole lot in it, I suppose, but like it just shows that the West Championship is really starting to heat up now, and I think well, over the next three or four years now you'll see more and more teams emerging, I think, into the senior championship and like it's definitely going to be a lot more competitive. From the semi-final, what can you take out of it? I suppose the main talking point was the high amount of wides. Yeah, I suppose that's one thing, all right. Uh, I think we put up something like 26 wides, so that's the first thing to address. But it's like any game you go into, you just try and do your best, I suppose, and work as hard as you can, and hopefully that, that'll be enough then, you know. And Ross, in your own semi-final, you had victory over Eirog and a Carty out in Bansha. Yeah, it was a tough game. I, I don't think the scoreline did any Carty justice now. They gave it everything they had and we were lucky enough on the day. They had a few wides. We kind of got the breaks towards the end. We might have got a few scores when the game was gone, really, and it made it look like it was one-sided, but it was a really tough match from our point of view, anyway. Obviously, the four additions that are coming in, they're a huge addition, obviously, to Cashel King Comics. Oh, yeah, 100%. You know, um, the boys, they gelled really well with us to get on great, but... Uh, Four seers, hurlers, and they showed that last weekend in fairness to Thomas, how are you going to curtail Cashel King Comics? Well, sure, we just have to, I suppose, give it our best shot and be prepared and hope that, you know, that we perform as well as we can. But Cashel are bringing something different this year and they have a lot of pace in their team as well, so that's something we have to be on guard against, you know. And the one thing about Cashel King Comics, down the spine of their team, they're extremely strong. Very strong and if obviously Ryan Lewire is back as well. I saw him playing the Crossco final now, I thought he contributed an awful lot to the game. You know, just being very smart and popping off balls to lads. But not only in the spine of players all over the field, so we'll have to be at our best. As Cabo White and Golden Kilfiekel prepare for this year's Intermediate Hurling Championship final, 
I had a quick chat with Golden Kilfiegel Snell Heffernan, but we will first hear from Kappa White's Garold Ryan Bourne. And he was very happy with our semi-final victory over the Kickhams. Yeah, look, Kickhams were going well. They went well against Cashel in the Crossgo, and I suppose we were missing a few boys and fellas kind of wrote us off. But yeah. What drove you on that day? Uh, look, last three years we were getting to finals and just not winning them. This year we just wanted to prove people wrong, like, and hopefully we can push it on the weekend and do the job. Train's going well, but like I just think the boys brought it on the day and everyone came focused for the match, and that's just the way it went for us. Like, just dropped right, and just the weather was bad in the day, but it was sloppy, and the boys pulled through. Difficult conditions. Ah, uh, yeah, very difficult. But like, once the boys got their hands on the ball, there was nothing stopping them. Do you know, they just tried to hold on to the size they could and push through. Come back to Golden Kilfiegel, Niall, it was, I suppose, a smash and grab against Arvill Wolves? Oh, very much so, Stevie, yeah. We got the win there, we pulled it out of the bag. In fairness to Arvill, like, coming up from Junior A, we knew it was going to be a tough challenge, and by God, I think they were up seven points with 15 minutes to go, like, and we had it all to do, and we just got lucky on the day, I suppose, in one way, but, uh, look, we were just delighted to get the win, and onwards now. It was a high-scoring game. Yeah, it was. I know Andy got a few points anyway, uh, as always, and Arvel there with Johnny Ryan on the freeze, and they got a good spread of scores as well. Certainly a high-scoring game, which is great to see, but sure, the day allowed for it as well. Well, I suppose on the scoring charts, it was the Andy and Johnny show. Yeah, it definitely was. Freeze were the name of the game, I suppose, and in fairness to Johnny and Andy, they were clinical on the freeze. Once they got their chance, they took it. So, look, it was a really high-scoring game, and um, please God, Saturday as well should be a high-scoring game as well. It's a 50-50 game now at this stage? Yeah, it's definitely a 50-50 game, and Cap are after a huge win there against Kickhams, and Kickhams were fancied for it, but I didn't see it that way. I thought the competition is definitely open, but Cap White, they beat us last year, they bet us out the gate in Cashel Lake, so I suppose we're going to try and put it up to them on, on Saturday and see how it goes. And Garod, final word to you, do you think that he can do it? Yes, sure, look, I hope so. Going on a formidable side, like, but we just hopefully we can push on and win the match. That's all we look for. I wish you both the very best of luck. Looking ahead to the West Senior Football Championship final between Arroville Rovers and Arlo and Latin Cullen combined, I got views of Niall Fitzgerald from Arroville Rovers, but we will first hear from Seamus Grogan from the combination of Arlo and Latin Cullen. Seamus, first of all, it's going to be a game that you're really looking forward to. It is, Stevie. We haven't been in the West final in a good few years now and we're preparing well for it, reminding ourselves and hopefully come Friday evening that everyone will be ready and raring to go. Look at your semi-final victory. There was nothing in it, only just a 1-10 no, to 1-9. Rockwell didn't win the county intermediate final for nothing last year, like, and they put it right up against us. And look, we didn't play to our strengths either, and hopefully we rectify the mistakes this week and be better come Friday evening. No, Barry was outstanding again from Freeze and from open play, but obviously from Freeze he's lead, isn't he? He is, yeah. Down through the years you can see that he's been a big help to Arlo for Freeze and from open play like and he still got he might have lost a yard of pace but he still has it in abundance so we'll be looking to him again Friday evening and looking at your team does an awful lot of youth now coming in there is there's a good few young lads after being blooded through the league this year and they're coming along nicely they mightn't be ready this year next year but they'll come eventually but they're learning a lot from the like of yourself, Cahill, and also from Barry as well. They are, and they're giving us a bit of legs too. And they're after making a big difference to our team this year, because we are the other side of 30 now, and a bit of youth helps in a team like that. What about Arvill Rovers now in the final? Arvills are always a formidable opposition. They're in the 20 county finals, so they've plenty of youth too, and they've experience. Look, we're going to be right up against it, like, but we'll, we're going to give it a good shot. Niall Fitzgerald is joining me here from Merrillville Rovers. 
it has all the ingredients of one great final. Oh yeah, it does, yeah. Like, uh, we only just got over the line against uh, Anacarty there last week, and uh, we're going to be up against it. Aharlow are going to be a similar opposition to uh, Anacarty, so it's going to be tough again. And looking back at your semi-final, very low scoring, one four to five. Yeah, the conditions didn't help there either. It was hard to get the ball up through the field. Wet conditions didn't suit the scores at all. Hopefully now we'll get the weather there this weekend so we can get a, a more entertaining game for the spectators and that. Defensively, now you will have to be on your toes and not to give away too many frees. Yeah, no, we see. Uh, you can see Barry's on form lately. He's after scoring a nice bit there in the semi-final and against commercials as well the week before. So um, we're going to have to put a plan in place to kind of stop that ball getting into him. So yeah, as you said there, we're going to have to tighten up the defence especially. The height ball going into your forwards is crucial, isn't it? Oh no, definitely. Like yeah, we always like to play a running game, and uh, it's going to be a lot harder to run the ball up through the field. Uh, Arlo going to be a lot more physical than Eroog, so um, yeah, we're going to have to we're have to run the ball up the field a lot better. Now, what do you think that you have to do to beat Arlo? Not holding up the ball, but moving the ball fast through the hands. And uh, when they attack, we need to be able to break them down and uh, turn them over straight away and get up the field as quick as we can. Yeah, that's what we're going to target really is uh, speed up the game for ourselves and to get us over the line really. Can you do it? Hopefully. We're training hard at the moment. we got uh, Jim Mullen in and John Lillis. Jim plays a great style of football, uh, likes to move the ball fast. We've always tried to move the ball fast down through the years, so he's after coming in and really giving us uh, a new lease of life. So hopefully we can get over the line on Friday. That's all for this week's show, folks. Uh, I'd like to thank Michael Quinn, Morgan Lanigan and Stevie O'Donnell for their contributions for the games this weekend. And I hope you join us next week where we'll go over the divisional finals and look ahead to the opening rounds of the county championships. Tipper Arnaboo. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.